0: To Talk in Texas Forever, a Friday Night Lights podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Liz. And tonight we're discussing season one, episode 16 Black Eyes and Broken Hearts. Original air date February 14th, 2007. Written by Patrick Massett and John Zinman. Directed by Jeffrey Rayner. This was Jeffrey Valentine's Re- Day? Jeffrey Reiner. It's Jeffrey Reiner?
1: Reiner.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's Valentine's Day. What an episode for Valentine's Day in 2007.
1: Right? Yeah.
0: Ooh, yeah. A summary for this episode, with Smash spearheading the protest, the team is in for an upset for their next playoff game. While Coach Taylor deliberates, deliberates between firing one of the best coaches and succumbing to his players' demands, Julie's friendship with Tyra becomes more and more destructive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if it's destructive. Right. I wouldn't classify it as destructive. <laughs> but there's definitely concerns about this friendship.
1: For sure. For sure.
0: Yeah. So the four words for this episode that I gave you and Lisa last week were treatment, JV, warrant an official and you girls hit it out of the park. Ah,
1: we were pretty good. You did so <laughs> especially
0: when you heard official, you're like, "Oh my gosh." This has to be Sailor. They're going to be official.
1: It has to be. It yeah. just made
0: sense. Yeah. And we, so, you know, with the JV, she's like, they're going to grab players. From the, and you agreed with that too. So we did I really know. Well.
1: We, we hit it. Out of, I was going to say we hit a home run, but that's, we got a touchdown. You got a touchdown. <laughs> there
0: you go. Sports, sports is sports. Sports, sports is sports. Okay. So let's start with treatment. So we open up smash is talking to a reporter about the protest and mac all he wants and all he's trying to say is he wants equality and respect from whoever is in charge which i feel like that's not a lot to ask no right? it's not
1: that's not
0: so right so when he's asked about mac and if he should be fired smash says that would be a really good start and also confirms that him and the other players will only play if mac is fired One of the players protesting is worried about not getting a college scholarship if he doesn't play. And Smash continues to tell them, we need to stand our ground. Like, Smash has taken full leadership. He's making a stance. This is really important. And he believes in Mm -hmm. what they're doing, which I'm totally behind Smash at this point with this.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Mac accuses Eric of having a secret meeting. He walks in and sees the rest of the coaches in Coach's office, and Eric says it was just a defense meeting, and he can talk to whoever and whenever he wants. So Matt gets defensive, and he says he did his apology, and Eric reminds him of that apology, that so-called apology, and the problem with it is the fact that you actually came across that you didn't believe your own apology. Right?
1: It was very apparent that you were just trying to get it done. Right. You just wanted it to be over and done with. And then he has the audacity to say, "I'm not afraid." You know, they could say whatever they want about me. It doesn't matter to me. It's like we uh, coming, your kids that you coach, it should matter to you.
0: You also should be scared because your termination letter is on my desk. Here it is. So you better so step up. You better be concerned. So then Buddy stops in to have a meeting with Coach and on his way in tries to console Mac, but he tells Coach that they cannot win. Without the other players and him and the boosters decided that they should fire Mac. Now, let's just be clear here. Mm -hmm. Buddy thinks they should fire Mac, not because of what's happening, but because the Panthers won't win. Right. That's all that matters to this guy. Right. And it's so, it just is icky. Mm Mm-hmm. It's so. Yeah, he's like,
1: I know my friend. I know my friend's not a racist. But it's got to be done because like the team, all the the boosters collectively came together and said, you know, Mac should go. It's one man versus the rest of the team, right? Like what's one man?
0: (laughs) Right. And it's one thing if Buddy came in and said, the boosters and I spoke and what Mac said is fireable. He needs to go. This is not a good representation of how we should treat our boys. But no, he's like, we need to win. So we need them back. So that's why you should fire Mac.
1: He would be a different character if... That's what was said.
0: But this is buddy. That's so Mm -hmm. true. So now Eric is going back and forth with the fact, should he fire Mac? Mac is a friend. So he barges into Tammy with a counseling emergency. She's seeing a student, but he's like, I need you right now. I need unbiased advice and I need to talk to the guidance counselor. So Tammy is guiding counselor. She says what Mac said as a government employee is a fireable offense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Tammy the wife says she knows Eric cares more about the team than Mac but at the end of the day it's about you and if you don't do anything you're condoning what was said and that was wrong
1: I loved this scene
0: it was so good it was It was so very
1: comical Randy good. and I did chuckle a lot it was it was great
0: yeah and I just I love how Tammy she's like no let's review it and he's like, oh, you know, he said something about the black. And she's like, no, no, no. Say what he, what, what else was said. We need to actually get the facts out here. like, ah,
1: Right. She doesn't want so Eric good. to like fluff over it. Like, yeah, he no. said some things. She's like, no, well, no, let's no. like lay it out on the table. What did he actually say? Because now we can pick apart what he said. And now as a, a coach, you can hear it. Or as a friend, you could hear it. Like, you, you know what he said. There's no denying what he has said. <laughs> Right. It's bad news.
0: Right. So Matt comes to the tailor's house one night and he explains his upbringing and his father's influence on him. And even though he tried to escape it, those ideals do make it into you, even if you're trying to be a different person.
1: Isn't that that the truth?
0: It is the truth. Like... I.
1: I truly believe in my heart of hearts that the way a lot of times the way you feel about certain things is because of the way you were raised. And when you see examples or when people don't set examples for you, you allow that cycle to continue and therefore you have these same ideals that your parents and generations past have. It takes that person to then make the change. But he didn't do that.
0: Well, he's trying.
1: He is. Yeah. Very slowly, he is.
0: Right. And he says when there was a team that got integrated early on when he was younger, his dad was really upset about it. And Eric reminds yes. him that you're the one who actually integrated the football team here at the Panthers in the first place. I want I want you to remember that. And, but then Mac also confesses that he can't get over the fact that Eric got the job instead of him. Mm-hmm. So we're breaking down these walls. The defense is coming down, which I do like this scene because we're humanizing Mac, and ultimately he doesn't want to stand in the way of the team. He loves these kids, and he turns in his resignation letter.
1: I said much respect to that. Yeah, you're you're not letting the team suffer. You're you're taking, as Buddy said, like we're taking the man out of the equation. Like what's one man compared to the team? So he's thinking trying to be selfless in that moment in time. Like, I will take myself out and I will resign, even though I'm not going to get my full pension and I'm not going to get my reputation. So he did get a little a little check.
0: Yeah. But it's going
1: to take me a while.
0: <laughs> this should make things easier, but at the press conference that is called the next day, Coach says that Mac is actually going to stay on as Coach. mm. How did you feel about this? Because Why? I was angry about this. <laughs>
1: Same. I was angry. I think what I was expecting him to say was, we don't tolerate racism. I apologize. I apologize for the actions of my assistant coach or whoever he is, whatever his title is. And, you know, we, we've thought about it. And while it kills us, I'm sorry. We had to let him go. <laughs> right. I was expect, or he could have said, with that being said, whatever reasoning, we decided to keep him. But, like, I felt like Eric should have also apologized. It falls on him,
0: too. I agree. I agree. Especially since you called this press conference or press conference was happening. I mean, you walk in, you say one sentence. Oh, we're going to yeah. keep him on. And that's it.
1: That's it. Right.
0: I, uh, it just feels like there's no support from him. And. For these 16 players that are in protest led by Smash, who's one of your, who's the leader of your team, it just, it falls short. It feels like it falls short.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, they when Smash, I know we'll get to it, when they come back, they do have obviously that resentment and anger towards Mac, but I don't see it towards Eric, where I feel like it's a little, while it's placed in the right area like max should definitely have the anger i feel like i would be like you know what coach how come you didn't stick up for me either though like you don't have my back i thought you had my back and you don't yeah it's a really dicey i don't like it obviously like this is why we're here right like the creators the writers they're like we need to make talk about this issue because it's a real raw issue for the world at basically, yeah. you know, for the last a million years <laughs> or however long it's been. But I felt like I don't, I just wanted I just wanted a little more from this, which, as you teased last week, like we weren't really going to get like the best solution here because there is no good solution.
0: You don't get a solution. In one episode, you don't get a no. solution overnight. This is an ongoing conversation right. An action that needs to continue to move forward to make a right. change.
1: And I hope that it continues. I don't know if we're going to keep talking about it. It doesn't seem like
0: we're going to, you know? No, no. hmm However, since, as we know, the Panthers are down 16 players, so the coaches decide they're going to dip into the JV team and they have Riggins in charge of them. So he's drilling them hard. There's three players that he needs to set an example for. And he is just so frustrated. Like, I think Tim, we saw him last week being the coach of the Powderpuff game. He can be a good coach. Like, he has it in him. But he's also just angry and frustrated and doesn't know how to use his words properly. So he's he just riding these boys yeah. hard.
1: When we first meet him, I don't know how to navigate my feelings. I don't know how to express my feelings. Then we like see a little bit of a shred of hope. We're kind of understanding him, seeing him develop. And now it's like, I'm still that teenager at heart. Like I don't know how to control how I'm feeling. I don't know how to express it without being just angry. Completely angry, and like he should be angry. But there's also a bigger picture here of like you're not seeing what the real issue is, Tim. The real issue is the racism, not because oh this really sucks that my team won't play with me. Like why right. why are they not playing with you? That's what you should be focusing on. You should be angry at Mac for starting this whole thing. But the anger is again placed at the 16 players. Even though, you know, it, yeah, that's that's yeah. Tim Though Tim has a lot. Uh, Tim has a journey. He has a journey well, to go on.
0: <laughs> Tim and Smash, they run into each other in the hallway. Tim admits that they need Smash. You're a leader. I'm not. And Smash responds with, didn't you hear what Max said? You're, a, you're white. You are a leader.
1: Yeah, you got it.
0: What are you talking Don't worry. about?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Okay, so let's move on to Warrant. So even though Smash hasn't been to practices, he's still working out, and he's going to be ready at any moment's notice. So he talks to Waverly while working out. Corinna overhears this conversation. And Waverly and Smash discuss what's happening. And Smash says, you know, I'm a leader, and I, I'm very torn at this point because you have the Panthers who are mad at me because I won't play. You have the people I'm in protest with who looking at me for every step of guidance and I, I, I'm not sure which way to go. And she says, Don't worry, Mac's gonna get fired. Don't even worry about it because the Panthers, they need you to play. Mm-hmm. So later that evening, Corina comes in to talk to Smash after we hear that Mac is staying on as coach and she says, All of this is over. I understand how you're feeling, but at the end of the day, you you're the to fight for this and be the leader of these boys in a small Texas town and to give up everything is useless. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is so upsetting. This conversation it is it's
1: devastating.
0: It's devastating, right? Because she's like, you're gonna go and play that game and you're gonna get, you're gonna go far and you're gonna go to your A list university and get your degree and you're gonna be a star that you are. And this is how we're gonna show the Mac McGill's of the world. So it's like you're trying to make this point. And then you have to go, you want to better yourself, but then it's like you're showing up to play for the people who won't support you. Like my Mm -hmm. heart, I teared up in this because it is, it's just a very upsetting scene.
1: It's upsetting because she kind of, and it's not like she's giving up, right? Like she understands this. She's been around the block. She is a mother. She is a black woman in a town of white people. She knows how this is gonna end so she's like why even fight it right now because it's almost like they can't win so why are you don't push it because you're just gonna get into a good school you're gonna get a great scholarship and you're gonna say fuck all y'all to the max of the world but as an audience you're like oh god i just wish there was a better solution for that like not giving in and and Having the coach, Eric, be like, you know what? We support you and we want what's best for you. So please come, like, beg them to come back almost. Like, they weren't, it was a really tricky situation where I felt like we didn't get any discussion from, like, I feel like coach should have, like, talked to all of them. He didn't do that either. Yeah, I I have a lot of words about that. (laughs) Like, a lot of coach, I I have a lot of (laughs) coach-ish. It's a lot of issues. and yeah.
0: I, I think, though, that this is a very realistic conversation, yeah. and it's a very real point of view, the way that Corinna is presenting it. And, of mm-hmm. course, we want right. Smash to succeed, and we want these players to succeed, so you just have to continue forward and prove wrong. But the reality is that the world it is fucking It shouldn't have full. to be like that. It exactly. shouldn't have to be like this, and this, this is what sucks. So Vic wants to know, do you agree with Corinna? Should Smash play no matter what?
1: I mean, like I can't. I feel like I can't speak from like white, my white privilege. I can't either. This is not something <laughs> you know? I
0: can speak on because right. I, I we cannot. Have a different.
1: We wouldn't understand what it's like to be in her shoes and to have a son who has a passion right. for something and is. It's basically, it's made it impossible for him to perform and enjoy it. So while I would want my kid to not do something if he felt like it was a chore and that he felt like it wasn't right. Like I'm so torn because I agree with her and I also agree with smash. Like smash is like, well, this is wrong. So, uh, I feel like I am not the right person to answer that question.
0: Right. Agreed. The next day, uh, we see the team boarding the school bus as they're ready to go play the game. Smash and the 15 other players show up and they are ready to play. Mac tries to talk to Smash and Smash says, listen, I'm here, but that doesn't change a thing. I know who you are. And they make their way to take on Dunstan Valley. So we have the game going. This team, these fucking Cardinals are contentious and they're vicious. And fights are breaking out. The ref is not calling out the issues. Mm. Which is so infuriating watching this. I didn't
1: expect this. Now I'm like, oh, oh, we're going even further.
0: Yes. Yes. (sighs) It, like, continues. Yeah. This really broke me. It's so much larger than just tension between football teams. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The racism part is in there as well. Yeah. And the fact that...
1: because now these black players are back on the field. Right now, we're going to call it where it's it's not in their favor. Right. <laughs> ah, I mean, ultimately,
0: after three quarters, Dylan does win because to official rules, if you because smash quarters, got two touchdowns, right, and you're in the and you're in the lead, then we call it and whoever is leading does win. However. Coach is not happy with this performance because fights broke out and this is not how we do things. So Mm -hmm. he tells him we're going to get back on that bus. Do not change. Just keep keep your heads down and let's just leave in peace. Right. But the crowd is scary. Brewing, throwing food, like just disgusting, like a disgusting representation. I would be so ashamed if I was that was my
1: right. If if I was the coach, if I like lived in that town, I would feel so. Ashamed, like, wow, that's really what you're gonna like. That's so obnoxious. And I know, as we know, football is everything to these towns that have these really good teams. I mean, like, this Dunstan Valley, they must have a very competitive team in this league. And so they are just as passionate about football as the Dylan crew and town is. So like if the roles were reversed and Dylan was doing this, like I don't know, could you picture like Dil- the town of Dylan doing this at this team, like the opposite team?
0: No, I want right. to say no. I want to say no. Right? Maybe, but also I maybe. don't know. And it's just, I will say, like even though this, these were vicious fights and everything, I do like the fact that Regan's was like right there to take down players.
1: Right. That actually gave me a shred of hope in this child he was like don't fight don't mess with my brother okay and i'm gonna step in where i need to and he was jumped right in and made his presence known like i'm not going to tolerate it which i appreciated i wish we like verbally said something like i got you back bro (laughs) but tim's not there yet i understand we're not gonna get there for i'm sure a long time with him uh But I was happy to see at least some sort of stance in him.
0: Lisa wants to know, do you think it will keep getting worse or have the Panthers turned a corner? What punishment does Eric have in store for the team?
1: Mm. Punishment. Well, you're not giving me much hope that we will continue having discussions about Racism and how this has affected the team for inevitably, because honestly, it's in a, in a, in modern day world this would have affected this team drastically. But I, because it's a television show and because of the time and the story, what we need for this p- progression of characters or, or whatever, I don't think we're going to go there again ever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I mean we have what is it, we have five seasons six seasons like I don't think we're gonna do it again because it's it's a lot, and I don't know what the punishment is going to be. I don't think he's gonna punish the sixteen that decided not to play. I would hope not, uh, but also. The- everyone everyone was in the fight right it was both teams mostly everyone jumped in i i really don't know what what coaches do to punish these kids i I really don't it's like
0: they've been through so much i don't know what we could do what could we do you know and the other thing is if you're in a team right and someone starts punching one of your teammates like you're probably gonna go and fight. Hell right? yeah. like you're gonna Hell stick yeah. like you are a team and you hope you're gonna stick together. Like uh uh-uh. uh like I have on my brother all the time. but you can't. Right? It's like the same thing. Like you I'll talk shit about my sister, but if you talk shit about my sister, I'll gut you.
1: Exactly. You better watch your ass. You right. know.
0: <laughs> Bad and example. This is high but, school. You know. This is
1: high school and while them being children shouldn't change how we feel about you know fighting people and having differences and like not using your words and using your fists but it's high school football kids fight right kids fought every day in high school for us in the halls people were getting their hair pulled out i was like getting bad, though. slammed into corners and it's ran but like i know totally and like we came definitely from a high school on the lower socio socioeconomic status and it happened a lot more frequently than I am sure like a high school down the block did. But it's just like, I don't know, it's just what kids do. They 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 have hormones and this is how they get their frustration and their anger out as they punch each other. I don't know. Am I being lighthearted about it? I guess so. It's it's <sighs> hard for me because I'm, I'm like, ah, oh, they're kids.
0: <laughs> but I don't also, know about that.
1: It's a huge issue. The issue is very prominent of the, you know, the racism issue is the problem. And that's why it kind of started in the first place, because these white son of a bitch team (laughs) started it all because they were the ones mouthing off.
0: Right. Yeah. And I think also it just has to do with it's not like we're saying making light of fighting. No. In a. And just in just district everyday sense it's like they're on the football team they're already heated you continually these refs are throwing they're not calling out things it's that should be like called you ex- out
1: you just expect it yeah like i don't know it, but also
0: right,
1: like, but from, also like, the example is not good <laughs> we don't
0: we don't do this on the field so, we don't do it it's disrespectful
1: we don't do it don't shame don't embarrass our name and right. they did do that. So I don't know what coach has in store for them. I don't know if it's, like, doing suicides or what he did with Smash, like, come in early and do my laundry or, like, I, I really don't know. Like, you got, they all get the cold, like cold shoulder. I really don't know what a coach would do. I've never been put in that situation where I was punished like that, so...
0: So the team, they get on the bus, they're on their way home. Everybody's falling asleep, which I loved seeing because you can mm. tell how how tired and exhausted yeah. everyone is. Yeah. Then the bus gets pulled over. We hear sirens. And these cops followed the bus. So Coach and Mac get off and they talk to the officer. And the officers say that they have a lot of witnesses saying that Smash Williams through the first punch and they want to bring him in for aggravated assault.
1: Again, it's high school. I'm sorry, football. what? This is not like they took someone in the corner on the
0: street. <laughs> well, regardless of that, he did it not also throw. Didn't happen.
1: It also didn't happen. It didn't
0: happen. He right. did not throw any punch. And so so Mac tells the cop, unless you have a warrant, you're not getting on this bus. And he says, the cop says, Well, we'll get a warrant and Mac says well, we have all night, so you go and do it. And then the cops take a minute and they decide, you know what? This isn't worth my time. We'll get you next year, coach.
1: Which oh, you son of a bitch. That just to d- add that one last dig in. Right. You motherfucker.
0: So once they get back to Dylan and they're getting off the bus, Smash asks Mac what happened. And Mac says they made a mistake just like I did smash doesn't respond but he realizes what mac did so like yes mac did protect the team and he can say he made a mistake but the cops did not make a mistake
1: oh absolutely not racism was very real yet again exactly and while yeah i should be like proud of you mac for standing up did it really do anything? Did you really solve anything by doing that? Did it make you look better? Yeah, I guess it made you look better, but not in my eyes, you know. <laughs> so, do you think he's
0: redeemed?
1: No, I don't think he's redeemed. I think he has a lot of apologizing to do—a continual, a continual apolog- apology—and if that's even like, I mean, yes, you make a mistake, right? And everyone should be granted to better themselves and apologize and people should hear their apology and they should like I said, like better themselves. We shouldn't prevent people from trying to grow and learn. I don't know what would it, what it would take for these kids to believe him, though. Like And just to
0: respect him.
1: Right. And like he he has shown that he said this really bad thing and then didn't feel the need to apologize about it and it was only until he really had to and his job was at jeopardy where he felt like okay i guess i have to step up a little bit and now it was just like a very like lazy like a lackadaisy i'll do that and it will be at my it's a start but it's nothing i don't think it's anything like yeah
0: like eric could have said the same thing
1: you know, like, yep. okay, so go get a warrant.
0: You yeah. know? Will says, I know this was a very consequential scene when Mac defended Smash, but what's more of a turn is for an NBC primetime drama to slightly imply that these cops might inflict violence on Smash before they get to the station is dark. Was I the mm-hmm. only one who felt these cops might take it to another level? The charge yeah. was bogus, and it indicates that they could be working outside the law to inflict some effed up idea of racist justice on a young black man.
1: Absolutely. It could have absolutely went that way. And if we were like on another show and we had more time and they did follow through, I could absolutely see that happening. Yep. Yep. Which is awful. Devastating. I mean, without question. And so the their ending of like, we'll get you next year, coach. It's like it just you could just tell. That these are crooked cops. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, so Mm-mm. very much so. Mm-mm. The lighter part of this episode, Matt is trying to mend things with Julie, so Landry recommends making her a mixed CD. Love Tyra that. calls him out on it and Landry quickly changes his mind and says, yeah, no, that was a totally bad idea. So stupid. <laughs> and she recommends using some money. So they go shopping for jewelry and with his Alamo freeze 50 bucks, he purchases a birthstone <laughs> necklace. So Vic Sweet. wants to know, would you have preferred a mixed CD or a necklace? Not as an apology, just as a gift. A mixed CD. Same.
1: That was my life. I same and that's how we talk to each other in middle school junior high high school like that's how you express like my first boyfriend like you gave me a 20 disc a 20 song tracked like cd of all the songs that like you love and I love and reminds me of you and you remind like that's the best shit that's like what you want to hear it's almost like you're writing it down like for (laughs) someone I'm Michelle help (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Michelle Oops, dropped me on her right computer. Um, I, I'm not big into jewelry as a person anyway. So I would have been like, oh, wow, well, that's such a nice gesture, but I would have way rather
0: this CD. <laughs> oh, for sure. I'm um, the <laughs> same know. way. I mean, mixed CDs were the best thing of, we grew uh, up in the era of that. Is a-
1: best is
0: such a good and then to even oh. top it off you get the mix cd and you had sharpies so then you can design the top you of it write all
1: over it yeah and
0: aunt when i first started dating aunt he would make me love compilations and Aww. he would make cd covers and that was just and i think i had four compilations like wow. the love compilations so That's good so sweet. and sweet. yeah like that it's was romantic just it is romantic it was so good and then my the guy i had a crush on he made me one and i just got the best music from him like it was just that's how you show like true you take care and thought
1: yeah so good it's a ve- it's a very strategic thing you're like i it took is. the time to pick out these tracks Design it for you. Burn it all. You know, like you had to sit there and burn it, and maybe you didn't get the right version of it. Like, and maybe your computer got a virus, but it was worth it all at the end of the day because you got what is in this person's heart in music form, which is like music is so expressive in so many ways and it it's so important. I mean, obviously to me, but I know it's important to a lot of people, like when you hear lyrics of a song or you just hear a beat of a song, like it changes you. It changes your feeling. So for someone who you like or love or you have a crush on and they do that for you. ah, oh, it's so romantic. Oh, it's I love so it. I wish Randy would do it to- for me like tomorrow. I know. But I wish there are this are no- was still a can thing. You even, right? my, my computer doesn't even have a CD player. So
0: you could just make a playlist. You
1: could just make a playlist. A
0: Spotify. And share it. Yeah. <laughs> Tammy and Eric aren't happy with Julie's new friendship with Tyra because she's rebelling and continues to hang out with her anyway. So Kim wants to know, although, well, Kim says, rather, although I didn't like the stealing scenes a few episodes back, I don't think Tyra is a bad kid. Do you think she has a bad influence on Julie?
1: I wouldn't say it's a bad influence. I think they're just two different people and both need a a friend, a true friend that loves them no matter what, like an unconditional friendship. Like, yeah, yeah, we're not from the same sides of the tracks, but I love you for who you are and you love me. And I can see that with them.
0: <laughs> My camera, she keeps, I keeps making me fall tonight. over.
1: <laughs> stupid camera keeps falling. Uh, I just, I don't think it's a bad influence. I just think it's a different influence and obviously her parents are not used to julie acting in some type of way and they have perceived notions of who tyra is so they're you know titling it as a bad influence but i just think it's it's a high school you just you find friends when you're like your soul needs that person you're like i need a friend right now you're that type of friend i need you're getting me out of my comfort zone. You're showing me what I deserve and who I'm like, what I'm worth. Like, don't pick up after five. Well, you wait till the fifth call. Then you'll really show him that you're worth it. Like, I, you're self-worth. And I feel like that is important.
0: But I understand as a parent, that's hard. <laughs> yeah. Vic wants to know, do you think if you hang out with someone who gets in trouble, they will be a bad influence on you? Or could you be a good influence on them?
1: I, well, I, that's what I'm hoping for in the long right? run for this relationship is that Julie's going to say, you know what, Tyra? We actually don't have to do that. We can just yeah. relax and hang out and paint each other's nails or do whatever we do and just enjoy each other's company. But I don't know if we're going to get that at least right now. But I would like so to see
0: it. They decide they're going to go to the moot the movies, but beforehand they have to stop at the landing strip to get money from mindy that apparently she owes tyra this so julie has been ignoring matt's call she finally answers and matt wants to talk to her so badly so him and landry get to landing landing strip and he's trying to talk to her and also give her the gift right which to me this felt so even though like I've never we haven't gone to a strip club when we were teenagers but I've been there where you're like the guy who you're talking to or maybe in a fight with or a person needs to talk to you right then and there and they'll just show up wherever you are. Wherever. Like, this has happened multiple times whether you're like at the mall, the bowling alley, your friend's house and they show up in your driveway. Like this mm-hmm. felt very relatable. Yeah, the I mean, they could totally
1: have taken their conversation outside. Right, <gasps> it was loud in there. They were getting distracted, and then, of course, as we know, the cops come and be like, "Uh, kids, you're not allowed to be in here."
0: Right. So Landry, he while he leaves them to have their conversation, he asks for singles. He goes out to watch the dancers, and he gets caught by an undercover cop. So him and Matt and Julie and Tyra they all get arrested. Everyone gets bailed out, but Julie, They're, her parents are making her squirm just a bit. And when they get I knew home, they they would. They a, yeah, of course. But when they get home, they have a big discussion and Tammy is essentially playing bad cop. Tammy, while I understand everything she's saying cuz now it's like her her daughter's been sassy. Mm-hmm. She ends up arrested. Right? It doesn't look good. I didn't like the way she was speaking about strippers no
1: no 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 you know
0: like these women work hard and right they deserve a little bit more respect but i can understand this is a change in the way your daughter's acting so you're concerned
1: that's what she wasn't expecting she's like wait who is this person i didn't raise you like this and you're talking back to me and saying whatever mom whatever and tammy's like who the hell are you yeah i don't know this julie and as a parent, you're like, well, obviously it must have something to do with Tyra. Because yeah, Cause she's that's the, the only change. The only change besides Matt. I mean, Matt's like a fairly new relationship in her life, but bef- now that she was, you know, when you're in a fight or when you're breaking up with someone, you cling on to a friend that you can count on. And Tyra has been there for Julie. And I feel like that's just, it's a very realistic thing. Like, Especially even, like, the teen dramas that we've watched, you know, whoever breaks up with someone, the next day they're hanging out with someone they maybe haven't hung out with before, and they're getting into a little trouble because, like, they're hurting and they need to just explore something different for the time being. So, while I understand Tammy because it's, like, who is this person? She's not my daughter. She was definitely very hard on the situation and not hearing Julie. I feel like Julie was trying to kind of explain, like, we were there not for, like, to, like, you know, see the strippers perform. We were there to get money and leave, but it ended up spiraling into a situation. Like, you're not hearing why I was there. You're just hearing that I was at a strip club.
0: And you're not giving the idea that maybe your daughter will be a good influence on this, quote-unquote, bad influence Mm -hmm. friendship.
1: Mm -hmm. Right. So fast forward... Sorry. She was just wasn't no, talking like at a level headed because she's so fired up as a parent and I feel like if they would have just had like a, a a conversation where they both like where Tammy wasn't yelling and she was like, "Let me hear why you like Tyra." Then it would have been a different situation, but was too heated to do that at the moment. Please go ahead.
0: <laughs> so fast forward to when The boys and the team get back from the game. Julie finds Matt and she tells him how worried she was during all the fights. And Matt says, you don't need to be worried. I just stand there and yell things. It's all good. (laughs) That made me laugh. Yeah. So he ends up giving her the present and she loves it and then asks her to officially be his girlfriend. So Will wants to know, are Matt and Julie one true pair? Where is this relationship going?
1: Oh, it's so hard to predict that. Um, I think Sailor is maybe the OTP of the show, besides Coach and Tammy. I think it yeah. might be Sailor. Okay, I like that. I like it, though. I can't wait until we see for sure, but I can wait, I can wait.
0: <laughs> they are super cute. They're,
1: they they're really just are They're a adorable. very realistic couple for high school. Yeah. I feel yeah. like on the other shows we've watched, this feels the most realistic to what like I saw or what I experienced. And like, I just, it feels very real
0: and they're taking it very slowly, which I appreciate. Yes. Yeah. It's not so sex driven.
1: No, I mean, not at all as of yet. yet. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: Let's, talk about jason for a hot sec he was in it for just a little for bit. a hot sec yeah yeah he talks to tammy about quad rugby and that he's going to training camp he's putting all of his eggs in the quad rugby basket and says if i don't get back in, in time for finals it's all good i'll just take my ged and it's totally fine so then yeah. lila helps Lila helps him pack. He takes off with Herc. So Jess wants to know, do you think Street will make the quad rugby team? If he does, what will that mean for him and Lila? He's totally
1: going to make it. He's the star athlete. What that means for him and Lila, I think she's going to realize, hey, we're not on the same path, and that's okay. Mm -hmm. And as two hopefully becoming adult people we're going to realize that we, while we love each other, we want the best for each other. Maybe our paths are going in different directions. Maybe one day they'll cross again. Maybe they won't, and that's okay. I mean, we got that whole like marriage proposal out of the way. We know that's not going to be happening. <laughs> so I feel you like how they come engaged, back from that? Right? Are they
0: engaged?
1: You know, are they technically engaged? Yeah, I guess. I guess. I don't know. I feel like once that happens and it, the wedding, like, doesn't happen, then it's pretty much, like, the ultimate, like, it ruins the relationship. Like, we yeah. were engaged and then nothing happened from that. So it's, like, how do you come back to, like, to where it all began and, like, start fresh? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't know what will be. But I have a very gut instinct that Jason will make the team and he'll be great. And he's going to be the number one quad rugby
0: player (laughs) in the state or whatever. (laughs) Yeah, we shall see uh, where he ends up. Uh, Music in this episode, we had Priestess, Seven Stitches, Bittersweet, and Gustavo Santola. What was your favorite quote of the episode?
1: Nothing says I'm sorry like a mixed CD.
0: That was my quote. <laughs> so good.
1: There were a bunch of good quotes in this episode. I loved when Coach was talking to Julie and he's like, what happened to Lois? I know. Julie's like, Dad, I haven't been friends with her in years. Like, get over it.
0: Lois was a nice girl. Where is she at? Yeah,
1: where is she at?
0: Uh, anything for Coach's Corner?
1: I mean, I just... I love that one coach and Mrs. Coach scene together with the three personalities. Yeah. Give you some advice. That was great. I love how tight knit their marriage is and how she can use her. And then I'm thinking, like, I hope that she's like her authentic self as a guidance counselor. Because she
0: is. What do you mean?
1: Right. I feel like she is. But. Then I'm like, oh, yeah, like she also kind of like she does have a job to do. So when her kid comes in there, she has to act like the guidance counselor. And then her husband comes in there and she has to act like the guidance counselor until he's like, no, don't act like the guidance counselor now. Like I'm ready for- to hear what my wife has to say. So it's like, I have a feeling that when kids do come into her, she is giving them full, like wholeheartedly what she believes they should do or shouldn't do or what's best for them. But it's like you forget that. She is also a parent, and she also is the coach's wife, and she also yeah. is Julie who goes to their school's mother. So she's got she wears a lot of hats. And it's like where yeah. do the where do the lines did the lines blur for her?
0: Well, I think just it all of them together make up the queen that she is of Tammy.
1: Absolutely. She's such a queen, and I love that whole scene. And in every personality she was, she gave her best full advice that she could and I loved yep. both of them in that particular scene.
0: Okay, let's go into MVP and shittiest, do you have your MVP? Yeah. Okay, so I'm not going to do three, two, one because it's a bitch to edit over it Zoom. Is. We okay. just know who we are now. We do. So, so you say who your MVP is first and then I'll go.
1: Mine is Corinna. Mine is was Corinna as okay. well. Because ah, yeah. like, you did it, mom. You're a great yeah. parent. You're just trying to look out for your kid, regardless of what's actually right. You're like, it, we should not just give in. Like, we it wasn't it wasn't a give up. It was just like learn your lesson. And I hope that
0: one day it does change for you. I had a blue ribbon for Smash. I feel mm, I did enjoy that him too. He was just really good in this episode and I really, really felt for him with everything. We had votes for Mac and Smash together and then we had three votes for Tim. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> for taking charge on the field and then okay. admitting to Smash, like, hey, we need you. I'm not a leader. You're a leader.
1: Okay. 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 I see what you all what y'all are saying. Yeah. I was saying sh- in the chat, I'm like, I just honestly the Lila Jason of it all is not exciting to me whatsoever at this point. And it it was for like a hot second in the beginning of the season and now I'm like full fledged what's happening with Smash and his life and coach and Taylor coach and uh Tammy and Julie. Which is so completely opposite of what I originally liked in the beginning of the show. But they're also focusing on them more, too. Yeah. But it's like, wow, how the mighty have fallen for me with Jason. Not that I don't absolutely still adore him, because I do. And he says everything with a smile. Do you notice that? He's like... He does. Yeah, ma'am, I'm going to do it. Okay? (laughs) Like, I'm just going to do... I'm going to get my GED. Yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to put all my eggs in one basket. And, like, smile from ear to ear. Like, you could tell him uh, his dog died. He'd be like, well, ma'am, you know... (laughs) That's okay, and just like that, just grinning through his teeth. Like I don't know, <laughs> he's just so a doll. True.
0: He is, and you know, and it's finally giving him something that he's excited for. So right. he's you so just happy. Have to be happy for him, and Lila's like, well,
1: <laughs> her face said it all when he left. She's like, oh damn, I don't know about
0: this. Yeah. yeah. Do you have your shittiest? It's the cop from dustin valley yeah i put the whole town of the whole town the whole
1: town of dustin valley (laughs) disgusting the epitome of trash
0: (laughs) yeah we had a vote for tyra will says who is she matt ramsey from the oc don't bring julie to a strip club Uh, at lisa she said cops but also buddy because she's got to throw buddy in there because
1: buddy is always the blue ribbon shittiest always yeah and then
0: Right. And then we had uh, continuous votes for the cops. So I think it's pretty obvious. I mean, that cop was
1: shitty. my blood was boiling after he said, we'll get you next year, coach.
0: You just want to smack them. Awful. Yeah. And other things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Let's go into a booster of the week list. Who are we supported by this week? Booster of the week. You're a total booster.
1: We're supported by a new pledge, Natalie. Welcome, Natalie. Natalie. I entitled you Natalove because we, uh, <laughs> not Natalie, we Natalove you. And we're so happy you're here. Please reach out and tell us what made you want to join the network. What shows you like? Where are you from? What are you about? We love getting to know each and every patron, and we just wanted to say thank you and welcome to the network. And don't worry, our little fam is going to be super sweet like sugar to you. And they're going to love you just as much as we do.
0: Yay, Natalie!
1: Natalie,
0: love. Not love. <laughs> so stinking cute. Thank you so much uh, for being here. Yeah. Okay, Liz, I'm going to give you the title for next week, The Look Into Next Games Playbook. Oh. Cannot wait to hear your predictions for this episode. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. This is for season one, episode 17, which, what? 17. We've been doing this Ugh. for 17 episodes. 17 weeks. And, you know, I say this every episode, I feel, but, like, I absolutely am so happy we're doing this podcast because I really love this TV show. Like, it's a great I show. fucking love this show, <laughs> and I forgot how much I love it. And every week, I'm just like, I love these people. I just love these people. Yeah. I'm very same. invested reinvested no, I, in them
1: i feel like very quickly right off the bat i know them i love yes. them all for each every single person for who they are besides buddy um <laughs> lila also will get there um, but i've never felt this way about a tv show so quickly especially the ones that we podcasted about like for instance i mean gossip girl we still don't have like otp like loves of our live characters on that show. Um, And, you know, it took me a while with the OC to, like, truly have a favorite. And One Tree Hill, it took us a long time to really get used to those characters. And now I feel like with this show, I'm
0: instantly in love with all of them. I love all of them. So
1: true. It's
0: really true. Yeah, this show, really, you love them so much quickly. Like, it's true with One Tree Hill. It really took me a while to really, like, love those people.
1: Yeah, same. Now I love
0: them. Now, oh, now I love I them.
1: Adore each and every one of them the same way I do. But, the- but yeah, it, it was yeah. just hard. It's just hard in the really beginning hard. with some of the, the teen dramas. This one just, I guess, because it feels more real. The characters feel feel real. The situations are real. There's no that, there's none of that, like, soap opera just dramatic to be dramatic type of stuff in there. Or fluff yeah, stuff, it's, too. Like, it's just so we're not good. going and having an auction where, like, the egg is getting Ugh. thrown up
0: in the air. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Ugh, so bad. <laughs> I know. You know. So bad. Okay. Let's get 17. back on track. Yes. 17. The title is, I think we should have sex. Oh, here we go. The four words are protection. Oh, God. Camera. Oh, God. Wildcat. Peace. What?
1: <laughs> Protection, camera, cat, and peak? Peace. Peace. Oh. Oh, no, 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 no. But also, I'm kind of here for it, but they're not going to do it. They're not going to do it. I know they're not going to be ready to do it. There's going to be so much pressure on our precious little sailor to have sex tim's gonna say something smash is gonna say something whoever's gonna tire is gonna say something they're all gonna say y'all need to do it you need to get it out you need to have sex for the first time but i think they're not they're both so it's not even a matter of being sweet i just think that they're not ready physically they're not ready mentally they're not ready um so i think that that's for the title as far as protection goes i think matt's gonna like literally have a panic attack on like how do i get the protection is it a, it's embarrassing to go to the store and get the protection like can someone get it for me uh and then oh my god flat like nightmares of like it falling out of his backpack and coach sees it or something like oh my god oh my heart can you can't imagine? Do. I imagine i would die i would die secondhand embarrassment yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah camera oh my god is someone gonna like get something on camera as far as this like sexual encounter or whatever is going to happen there um wildcat <laughs> is this high school musical um I know. so they're going to play the wildcats i guess i don't know is that that's like i'm just thinking of high school musical um and peace 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 going to be in peace oh maybe Oh. Uh... Are we going to have, like, this is, like, a ridiculous prediction? Like, we're going to do, like, a themed party, and it's going to be 70s. Ah! <laughs> or 60s and 70s. <laughs> Fantastic. That's it, Liz. You nailed it. Um, but while well, I don't believe that to be the case, peace. I mean, uh, who's going to be at peace? Is it going to be Smash and the team? Like, we're all at peace right now for the time being. Is it going to be maybe Tim and Smash? Like, hey, let's have some peace here. We do love each other, even though at the end of the day. I know we fight. We don't get along, but we are here for each other. Or, oh, God, that's so hard. Are we going, can I get like a little prediction? Like, are we going to see Jason at all next week? Yes. We do. Okay, so we get to see yes. him like doing his stuff.
0: Yes, very Wild much so. Cat.
1: Maybe is that the team name of the quad rugby? Possibly,
0: possibly. How'd I do? Uh, you, you know, very amusing. You did okay, well. Good. You did well. My very life much goal am- is to amuse you. Yes, very much <laughs> looking forward to seeing how you did. Uh, for you, seeing how you did rather. Because I I chuckled at the last two that I chose, and I was like, "Huh, this is good." Oh, I had God. one word down that I was going to use instead, which I'll tell you why next week because that okay, would okay. make more sense. Sounds but good. there's a yeah, oh, but you did man. well. All right, so before we end, you all end you all and end this podcast. <laughs> Whoop, I'm turning again on my on my ah. swivel chair. Just want to thank you guys for listening. We had a very huge surge in listens. Woohoo! We like tripled in listens. Who are you guys? When I logged Come on. Hug us. Yeah, when I logged on this morning and saw the number that was there, I was like, "Oh my god. <laughs> Who are you people? And thank you so much." Cuz yeah. we've been consistent, and then yeah. today was like triple the amount. So, that's really cool. That's really, really cool. Thank you. Just thank, thank you so much. You. Thank yeah. welcome
1: if you're new if you're a newbie reach out let us know because i'm new and i would love to chat with you guys and hear your predictions and if you are an og fan of the show reach out to michelle because she would love to talk about it because we love talking about the show obviously we have a podcast about it it's so much yeah. fun
0: to talk yeah and i want to hear if you're an og your experience with this show what brought you in why do you rewatch it like how do you Oh, my God. There's the camera again. Liz, how many times am I going to knock this camera tonight? <laughs> I'm like, bye. This is actually, who knew you could have blooper reel? I should make a blooper reel of this. Tonight. Oh, my God. That would I be probably Probably will do that. But let me get back on track. <laughs> if you're enjoying the episode and you are because we have those listens, please consider leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. It means the world to us. Rate us five stars. Download the episode. You could email us, talkintexasforever at gmail.com. We love to hear from you. Send in those yeah. questions, those comments. It means so much to us. But what it's you're so waiting important. for?
1: It's so yeah. It's, it's just really so important for the
0: show, and that's all. We love that's you. It. It's, sim- it's simple but- as that. But I know what you guys are all waiting for, and you're waiting for Will's football poetry corner. So get those fingers up. Let's snap. We're in the cafe now. We're setting the scene. The mood. Crack back block. Oh. It almost sounds like a tongue twister. <laughs> yes, like... it does. Or like a song. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. A crack back block is when a player is on one side of the formation but goes back the opposite way to crack a block on an up unsuspecting offender, defender. Matt tries to win back Julie with a crackpot of an idea while Smash <laughs> and the players who are holding out crack under pressure and go back to the team with their heads held high in time to win the big game. Max shows a crack in his armor when he admits his family's racist past, but he earns some respect when he has smashes back against the racist cops. And then, Will, he included a crack, crack back block compilation on YouTube, this, like, 5 minute and 50 second video, which I did watch.
1: Oh my God. It was like a
0: highlight reel. So thank you so much, Will, for educating me and you and everybody who's listening on these terms.
1: Yeah. Crack, back, block. Here we go. I mean, that's like a tongue twister, man.
0: (laughs) So good. Thank you, Will. We truly appreciate it. Thank Thank you, you, everyone, for listening this week. We'll be back next week with episode 17. I think we should have sex.
1: Oh, no. oh I'm not ready for my babies no babies (laughs) no babies Mm -mm. thank you so much for listening to Talking Texas Forever a Friday Night Lights podcast you can email us at TalkingTexasForever at gmail.com if you're interested in seeing what we do with this show and all of our others head over to Instagram
0: at TotalBettyPodcast.org this has been a Total Betty podcast, produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio, music by Anthony Vacora.